Hello. Before we start today's episode, if you would like a condensed version of what I'm talking about in this podcast, go ahead and subscribe to The Perfectionist Guide. You can read the entire thing in three minutes or less. To access this, go to CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash newsletter. Are you a bit of a perfectionist, type A, hyper performer? Then you know that having the audacity to see an ideal and bring it into reality while breaking generational habits of hustle can be tough, but it doesn't have to be. If you are ready to burn bright instead of burning out, to lead without losing yourself, and to enjoy the life you have worked so hard to create, then keep listening. I'm your host, America's leader on rewiring perfectionism, CLG, and this is Perfectionism Rewired, the podcast. Welcome to Perfectionism Rewired. Today, we are talking about difficult conversations. If you are someone who avoids conflict and just even thinking about having an uncomfortable conversation, I have good news for you because all that that means is that you just haven't been taught the skill of having difficult conversations. And I am going to teach it to you on today's episode. If you prepare yourself properly and utilize the tips that I'm giving you today, then no matter what happens during the conversation or what the outcome is, you will be able to minimize the resentment the overwhelm, the guilt, and replace it with happiness, gratitude, and joy, which is what we all want, right? Difficult conversations. 10 years ago, I would say you were on drugs. If you were to tell me that I would be doing a podcast episode about the skill of having difficult conversations because I was completely inept at having them, which was ironic and so much more shameful for me was that I was a professional communicator. So for those of you that are new to Perfectionism Rewired, for 20 years prior to to me coming out of the closet as a perfectionist advocate and perfectionism coach, I was a public relations professional. I would be negotiating with my CEO of a half billion dollar company. I would be negotiating with the Hollywood Reporter. I would be having to have very difficult conversations with celebrities and about their drug use or about things that they don't want to get out to the press. All, all my job was difficult conversations. That's all that I did. But when it came to my personal relationships, romantically with my friends, with my family, I had so much anxiety over it. I avoided them only because I sucked at them. I did not want to be avoiding them. That's how self-defeated. I was. And in fact, like I had several therapists that I literally would just go to therapy so that they could help me with emails and text messages and to help script and outline conversations for me to have with people that I loved. And through all of this, I have discovered how you can dissolve difficult conversations so that you no longer avoid them or brace yourself or leak all kinds of energy, worrying about them either before they happen, during them, so you're not even able to be present during them, or worrying and replaying them over and over in your mind after. I don't do that anymore, and you don't need to do that anymore either. Why are difficult 
difficult conversations an issue? Why is it that we ruminate over it so much or we avoid it or we find ourselves maybe bending over backwards? Like I know for me, I was such a powerhouse at work, but when it came to my personal life, I would just crumble. The reason why a perfectionist in particular tend to have difficulty with difficult conversations is because different flavors of perfectionism tend to show up. I get into all these different types of perfectionism in the episode on the true cost of perfectionism in your career if you want to dig in deeper and you want to go further into that. But for this episode, emotional perfectionism is when you want to control the emotional experience that you are having and also the emotional experience that other people are having. So if you are going to have a conversation with someone and there's a lot of unknowns there, maybe you're telling them something that you fear they might get upset with, then there's that variable you can't control. But the only person that we can ever control is ourselves. Our human mind tricks us into thinking that we can control how other people behave, how they feel, and what they think. If you can remind yourself you can't control how they feel, and two, you are not responsible for how they feel, it makes all of this a lot easier. Difficult conversations tend to be so tricky for us to navigate as perfectionists because we have been conditioned to be accommodating and that we need to be polite and that we need to hoard a lot of responsibilities, including responsibilities for how other people feel and what their perceptions are of us. And so having a difficult conversation is like the antithesis of that because it's like, it's upsetting. It's saying things that people might not want to hear. So let's get into it. First is to really frame this. Instead of having difficult conversations, I like to think of it as having a conversation of advocacy. Whether it's you are advocating for yourself, if you are advocating for the relationship, if you are advocating for your children, the first question to ask yourself is, why am I choosing to label this? a difficult conversation. Ask yourself, why am I choosing to label this a difficult conversation? Quick little coach breakdown here. So why am I, that's putting you back in charge, putting the power back in your own hands, choosing, meaning that it is a choice. You are choosing, which your mind doesn't always see, to label, which minds love to do, label this a difficult conversation. Why are you choosing to do that? Maybe you're like a lot of my clients are like, I don't know. I just figured it's a difficult conversation. Like everybody says it's a difficult conversation. I don't know, CLG. That's a good question. Okay. How do you feel when you think about, this is a difficult conversation? Usually there's like a a sigh. It's like, oh, I feel really tense. I feel frustrated. I feel like I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm bracing myself. Okay, so just notice that. I've yet to come across a client where labeling it a difficult conversation in the beginning, at least, until like you really build up the muscle and skill of having difficult conversations where you are like, oh yeah, difficult conversation. Here we go, baby. Like you're not thinking about it like, a hit workout or something. You're like, oh, so what? Like, just ask yourself, why are you choosing to label this a difficult conversation? Inside uh, Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator and Perfectionism Optimized, I give you a lot of reframes that you can use to do this. This episode, I'm just giving you a high level overview. If you want to go deeper, then I invite you to come join the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator. The next question that you want to ask yourself is, why would you want to have this conversation? You don't have to, because see, it takes out the have to. It's like, why would I want to have this conversation? 
One of my clients works in HR and she was like, well, I don't really want to have this conversation. And then it's like, okay, but do you want to keep your job? What you want to get to with these two questions is what is the most empowering perspective that you can take on the conversation and to really get clear on your reasons why. Because if you're not clear on your reasons why, it's going to be a lot more difficult. And so decide that you like your reasons for having the conversation and that you are willing to put yourself out there because it's worth it to you to make the effort. Now you know why you want to. What are your reasons? Why do you like your reasons? Going to the conversation, I recommend playing it both ways because I find that with perfectionists, it's helpful for us, like with the black and white thinking, to really see both sides of the coins. So the first side of the coin is asking yourself, what are you willing to experience by having this conversation? I'm willing for this person to be upset with me. I'm willing to stumble over my words. I'm willing to feel inadequate. Write all those down for yourself. It helps you ahead of time instead of going into it like I'm going to be so confident and they're going to take it so well and it's going to bring us closer together. Go to here's all the learning that's there for me and I'm willing to experience it all. Because then in the moment, if you find yourself getting frustrated, it's really helpful if you have that written down and then you can remind yourself like, oh yeah, remember, this is part of it. And then the other side of it, visualization is key to handling experiences that might feel out of your control or unexpected, aka life. And for perfectionists in particular, this is a powerful tool that you can use so that your brain is trained to pre-experience and generate your feelings. And so it's crucial for you to also practice practice seeing yourself handling things well. As perfectionists, too often we are unintentionally practicing the worst case scenario, like they're going to hate me and our relationship's going to be over. We want to counteract that. If you do all of those things, it really makes going into a difficult conversation. You have done 95% of the work. You know why you're doing it. You have changed your perspective on it. You have really great reasons. Here's what I'm willing to feel. This is the cool part of like when you join the accelerator or coach with me and perfectionism optimized. This just becomes like second nature. It just becomes a skill and it's such a reflex that you don't even need to think about it in the amount of detail that I'm breaking it down for you in this episode. It's just something that you you automatically do, like wiping your bottom after you go to the bathroom. It just becomes that easy. Scripting the conversation. One of my first coaches would do this for me and it made it that I was so reliant upon scripts that I didn't actually gain the skill. So that's why I'm not going into too much in this episode about like during the conversation because we're dealing with a live human so we can't control or predict where the conversation's going to go. But some pointers is like, don't over explain. You're a leader. You don't need to explain or defend or get drawn into restating your reasons over and over. If things get heated, you can take a break. If you notice internally that you are having some stress responses, if the other person is getting really upset and it's just going to a place because when emotions are high, intelligence is low, especially if you're dealing with parents or family members, like you can tell when they're at a place where it's like nothing's really going to get through right now. You can just say, hey, let's continue this conversation at another time. You want to end the conversation there and then go back to it. So you're not running away from it because you're doing 
doing all of this pre-training, going into the difficult conversation, it's going to make it a lot easier for you to stay open, to breathe, to listen, and to just be really present. That is a high-level overview of how to navigate difficult conversations and make it so they are no longer difficult anymore. If you don't want to have a difficult holiday season or difficulty in life because of your perfectionism or your perfectionist tendencies, then I invite you to come join the Perfectionism Rewired Accelerator. You can learn more about what one-on-one coaching with me is like over at CourtneyLoveGavin.com slash accelerator. Bye.